0: Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and if you, you know, if you hear some stuff in the background, my family's in town, and I've told them quite on set multiple times, I don't think they know what that means, quite frankly, but that doesn't mean we're not gonna boost our moods together, ladies and gents, or however you identify... Today's Current Mood Convo is going to be with Tara Schuster. She's an author, playwright, and an accomplished entertainment executive. She served as the vice president of talent and development at Comedy Central, okay? So she worked on shows like He and Peele. I don't know, they've won a few like Emmy Awards and stuff like that. Lights Out with David Spade and so much more. But what we are so excited about is she wrote the book called By Yourself, the Fucking Lilies and Other Rituals to Fix Your Life from Someone Who Has Been There. I bought this book forever ago and so many of you guys said you absolutely loved it. So I'm so excited to have Tara on. We have the most amazing current mood combo. You're going to hear all about her book and just, you know, the rituals that have saved and fixed her life. She has an incredible story and it is an honor to have her on mood. But first, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. My best mood this week, honestly, my best mood this week was just being super honest. Oh my god, did I just say honestly honest? Wow, I need to get a life. But okay, it was, you guys, it was. I think it was kind of just like this weight lifted off my shoulders and it wasn't even something I was super nervous to do or anything. But I did upload on YouTube and post on Instagram stories that I had a nose surgery. Some people refer to it as a nose job. Um, me under anesthesia refers to it as an NJ And it's all on YouTube. So if you guys want even more details, or if you missed that, I yeah, I had a rhinoplasty sinus revision surgery. And it's something that I've always wanted to do. And I Didn't even know if I was going to put it on YouTube. And then I talked to one of my girlfriends who is a YouTuber as well. And I said, What would you do? And she said she would put it out there. And obviously, I valued her opinion a lot. And so I was like, Okay, I know that she would tell me the truth. And I just honestly. I felt like it would just be such an injustice to like the community of women if I just didn't say anything even though it may not be super noticeable and even though it was for me I just think it's like normalizing that choice of like why is it something to be ashamed of and why do we compare ourselves to women and think that they just like woke up looking like that when like in reality Beyonce is the only person that woke up like this and it's just I think it was more so about just being like you guys people do things to their face like people will say they're not wearing any makeup and they have their eyebrows filled in like there's just so many things we compare ourselves to and so at least I think what I've always done on the internet is if I'm going to put my life out there I'm at least not going to pretend like it's perfect and I think this is something that is just a little bit more I don't know, kind of nerve wrecking, because it just is me admitting that I have like such a big insecurity that I was willing to like go under anesthesia for it. So it was scary in that regard in judgment. And I think the reason why it was my best mood was because of the way you guys related to it. I thought that, you know, at least I'm being honest, and people will probably find it interesting. And you guys related to it so much more than I thought like in such a different way than I thought you would and so it was just definitely my best mood of the week where it was kind of like this thing that I was really nervous to talk about and share and even though I knew I had to and I knew it was for the best and not had to like in a way of like it's my job like and had to like just for my uh, conscience like I think that I just someone who is an open book and it feels weird not saying stuff like that because That's just my vibe, I guess. And so the way you guys related to it and the messages I received, that was definitely just my best mood of the week, especially after like recovering um, from surgery and just like feeling so out of it and having a cast on your face and being under anesthesia to then share it and get an amazing response. Um, I think it was a very, very small step in hopefully – bringing women together and kind of lifting each other up instead of tearing each other down and just being insecure Um, all by our lonesome by ourselves it can kind of show us all that we're not alone and we all have insecurities that doesn't mean you need to go with plastic surgery Um, but if it means that's something you want you shouldn't be ashamed of it and then my worst mood of the week was i had just honestly a really easy recovery from surgery i completely credit it to my doctor he's absolutely incredible and he told me that it wasn't gonna be a brutal recovery, but he did say I'm obviously gonna be swollen for a while. And so I think it was just kind of the fact that I got my cast off so quickly, but my body is still internally healing. So it's kind of that like shame cycle of, okay, well, you look decent and you technically aren't allowed to work out yet but you can be more productive and it's like Lauren at the end of the day you were under anesthesia for like five hours uh six days ago yeah you have a headache and you're tired you know so it's kind of that like shooting yourself and not really knowing what to do with yourself because you just had surgery and you're tired but kind of look fine and just probably get back to work. So, I think, you know, sometimes when your body needs to rest and your mind doesn't let your body rest, it it's very counterproductive. So, I think my worst mood of the week was like not really knowing how to feel cuz I was like still kind of recovering but felt kind of fine, but it was just different by the hour, honestly, but all in all, it was a great recovery. It was Something I'm really, really glad I did. And my mom obviously came out to take care of me. So I've just had a nice week of kind of going a little bit MIA, just kind of taking care of my health and just spending time with my family and trying to kind of manage the emotions that have come up with all of these changes in my life. And just try to heal correctly not correctly I don't want to say that there's a correct way to heal but heal in a healthy way and deal with things as they come up which can be anything from restlessness or anxiety to self-doubt to just being tired you know there's a, a million different moods we have to deal with and so I think it's always a good week when you get to the next one Here's the thing. We've all been sold a lie by the weight loss industry that weight equals health. The number on the scale has become so powerful that it literally just like defines how people feel and think about themselves. But that's not an accurate reflection of our true health. And that's why I love using the FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale. I used to actually not weigh myself because I just knew that it would become something that would affect my mood or be something that I fixated on. When in reality, the number on the scale doesn't always give you all of the information, but that's why FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale is actually one of the most accurate home smart scales in the world. It actually measures 17 different body compositions, which gives you more accurate picture of your overall health and body. So basically you just step on the scale and the four metal pads will analyze 17 of those different health measures, including body fat percentage, muscle mass, hydration levels, bone densities, so much more. And the best part is that you can easily track and trend your health over time and see how your daily choices ranging from exercise to diet affect your health in a bigger picture because there's so much more than just that one number on the scale i mean muscle weighs more than fat and then when you're starting to work out all of a sudden you're gaining weight and you're confused and that's why but the scale doesn't tell you that Well, guess what? FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale does. And it's a really great tool to keep me accountable. And if you're on any fitness program, I definitely recommend this to track your body's changes. The results are incredibly accurate and they're used by nutritionists and fitness trainers across the world. It's the best tool to keep me motivated, just like having my own personal coach. It's great for families. It has a FitTrack app that's free and it has all the health and insights saved in one place. I highly recommend this to track your body's changes. So stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to fittrack.com mood to take 50% off your order. Plus for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 30% with code BUILD30 at checkout. That's F I T dot com slash mood to save 50% plus get an additional 30% off your order with code build30 at checkout. Don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer. FitTrack.com slash mood, FitTrack.com slash mood with code build30 at checkout. This week's mood boosters were very simple since I obviously was recovering from surgery the past couple weeks. And I mentioned last week that CBD was one of my mood boosters and that is because I've been using it post-surgery to recover or but ever since surgery I've kept using it and I'm just absolutely obsessed with it it's been helping me go to sleep at night because one of the ones I have has a little bit of melatonin in it so sometimes if I don't take my like um sleep prescription medication i can actually just get away with the cbd so something now that i'm trying to recover and kind of get settled into my version of routines is at least having a better sleep schedule because i think my body just needs a lot of sleep so doing things like going to bed earlier, taking the CBD at night. It's really helping me kind of like find this new balance and this new environment because things in my life have obviously been crazy since the holidays and then moving and then getting surgery. So I think a lot of the mood boosters going forward for the next little bit of time are going to just be really like simple grounding things. Cause I think it really comes back to those little rituals that become habitual. And that's kind of what I want to figure out what works for me. And so far a fun little one is definitely CBD. And another super fun little one is my, oh, I can't say her. So I do this thing where I call it the Jeff Bezos machine, um, because, um, its name is, but I don't want to say it, Actually, I call this one Echo. Let's see if it heard me from the bathroom. Okay, so basically I have the little Echo show and I'm whispering because I don't want it to hear me even though it listens to everything we say. Who cares? Whatever. So the reason why it's a mood booster is because I feel like I can just do little wellness rituals with it. Like, I'm not someone that's really always good at writing down lists or remembering things, and it gives me anxiety. I literally set a reminder. I said, like, Echo, remind me I have a podcast at 12. Like, oh, gorgeous. We love to see it. We love that. I fall asleep with a rain sounds on. Like, I can put my meditation through it, and I don't have to have my AirPods in. I set my alarm on it so that I'm not, like, touching my phone right away in the morning. Like, I know it's still a piece of technology, but for some reason, and since I'm not holding it in my hands... I'm able to kind of use those things that my iphone is good at but not have to like hold it in my hands and accidentally end up on instagram you know what i mean so honestly mood booster is the echo show i know that might be like a little like lame but i'm just like really loving it it makes me really happy and i don't know maybe that's just me but you should check it out i talk about it all the time you can also listen to this podcast on it so like hello mood booster and then my last mood booster is really just being gentle with myself. I think that I've had a lot of crazy moods lately. I've really just been up and down. Some Every single day is different. And it's, it's a lot to go through a lot of big changes at once. And I just have to constantly keep reminding myself to be gentle with myself and remind myself that it's okay to take a nap. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be anxious. And I've honestly just been putting boundaries within my life because I need those little bits of time to re-energize and recuperate because it's not easy and I'm so I'm trying not to be perfect and you know get into this crazy routine and do everything perfectly and drink a certain amount of water per day like obviously there are great little habits and rituals that of course I want to get back on track doing but like at the end of the day like I'm not in maybe the best and most amazing place of my life like I've had to deal with a lot of crazy shit on and off the internet and I think what I'm just trying to do is be super gentle with myself and just at least do one to two things a day that are good for me whether it's picking up a book instead of Instagram or if it's taking a nap because I'm tired and not shaming myself for it afterwards and I think that sometimes it's those really small things that you can do for yourself and just be kind about what you what you need and not shame yourself cuz maybe it's not sexy or it's not aesthetically pleasing like you know it's all a balance and it, as long as at the end of the day you get what you need to get done done and you're slowly improving i think that's all we can really ask for so to anyone else that's kind of like in that kind of bad mood is maybe outweighing some of the good ones just cherish the good ones Just be happy that you have a little moment of them and then don't be so hard on yourself when you're having a bad one because it will get better. It will all go back into alignment. Speaking of if you are not in the best of moods, Maybe there's something interfering with your happiness or it's preventing you from achieving your goals. I think you guys know more than enough of what's constantly going on with me and my moods. But if you don't have help yet, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours with the help of BetterHelp. It is not a crisis line, you guys. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which actually may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So many of you guys ask me about how to get started with therapy. This is a great place to start. Visit betterhelp.com/mood. That's better h e l p and join the 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting an additional counselor in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Mood listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mood. Now let's jump into my current mood convo with Tara Schuster, author of Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies. And you guys are going to, dare I say, fucking love it. Please enjoy. I think you guys are going to be just as obsessed as I am. Here's Tara. Okay, so we have Tara here. I'm so excited. You guys are going to be even more excited because most of you have read her book and told me to read her book, which I have not done yet because those of those people that follow me know that if I'm not reading on a Kindle, it takes me a very long time to get through a hardcover. But I saw that it was an author copy signed at the Grove and I had to get it.
1: Yeah, you just showed me, and I to see, like, it was just funny because I haven't seen like a hard copy with my signature in a while, so that was awesome just to see it. I'm excited for when you do read it.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited because it says, I, I think, I don't know, it's just for me personally, when I moved to LA, I actually started in comedy, I was on like a sketch show and stuff. Uh, oh, and, where? Where? Um, at Awesomeness to? TV, with oh uh, my god, yeah so it was like
1: you are so cool I am into your vibe (laughs) I am into this that is cool but I
0: saw on the back it was like worked at Comedy Central and now it's self-help I was like I'm sorry like soul sister what's going on (laughs) yeah I I
1: hope that the book is like a combination of comedy and self-care like somewhere between Broad City and Cheryl Strayed was where I was aiming. I don't know if I got there, but that was what I was trying to do.
0: (laughs) But how does someone go from being, like, the VP at Comedy Central, like, working your way up, like, the normal Hollywood way or whatever normal is in Hollywood, to then writing, like, a self-help book? Like, help me make sense that in my head, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's totally a – it's a very – Rare, <laughs> like set of um, circumstances. But basically, I was always a writer. I went to college for playwriting, um, and I loved it. I got a day job at Comedy Central as the as a digital producer, and I ended up being the digital producer of a little show called Key and Peel with an unknown Jordan Peel and Michael Keegan Key, um, and I just worked my way up that. Oh, I forgot to ask if I can curse.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay.
1: I fucking worked my way up that ladder. And the whole time I was doing it, I was also writing. Um, mm. I didn't want to let go of that. And so I had some like very small successes. Like I'd get into the digital New Yorker or, or like li- with like little comedy pieces. At the same time, you know, I didn't set out to write a book. I set out to save my life. Mm. I, I had this career that on the outside, it looked like everything's great. Like I'm with fancy celebrities and like moving on up, you know, that hustle. And like, if you had asked people at work, they would have said, oh, Tara's is responsible and on top of her shit. But inside I was imploding. I was miserable in large part to growing up in a neglectful, psychologically abusive house where things came to die, you know, the cats, the dog, a family of deer. Um, it, it was a not so fun situation. And by the time I was 25, I was just a mess wreck disaster of a person. And I, I hit rock bottom when I uh, drunk dialed my therapist, um, threatening to hurt myself. Yeah, that wow. is a bad fucking drunk dial to wake up the next morning and be yeah. like, Wait, why did my therapist call me three times? Oh cool. She was trying to find me and suggest I be hospitalized. Cool, 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 cool. That is not a thing. Yeah. I I need to fix my life. And so I started, you know, I, I didn't have parents or like a wise mentor to say, How do you become um a grown-up? How do you parent yourself? Mm. Like how like I knew I didn't really have parents and I, I knew that's what I was missing. So I kind of used my work brain to create a Google doc of like, Oh, wow. Here are all the questions I have. What are values? What are principles? What are vegetables? Like, what are they genuinely? Which ones should I eat? <laughs> um, and then I just like attacked it and I attacked it for, for, five years, at the end of five years, I had a 600 page Google Doc, I had come up with all these rituals to be my own parent. And that's when I was like, holy fuck, I think I have something to help other people. And and something that I would have found useful when I was starting Mm -hmm. out trying to take care of myself. So that's how it all kind of came together was, I always was working on the craft of being a writer, even in this corporate job. And before work, you know, I'd get up at 6.30 in the morning and I'd write in the mornings before work. Once I realized I had a book on my hands. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just ground
0: it out. I was just grinding. Yeah. So that's kind of how it came about. I mean, that's so crazy. I mean, how did you even like Think to apply your work brain to that because it, do you think that that's just like your personality type? Because I think for a lot of people that sounds like super intimidating of like breaking down everything and starting to write a doc. I mean, for me personally, it's like part of me wants to do that, and the other part of me is like, no, I want to hide under the covers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and by the way, I often just hide under the covers. I'm not like <laughs> one, I'm not one hundred one hundred percent of the time, um, but I think for me not having any support or any safety net, I thought I wasn't gonna live. Mm. Like I thought I will die if I continue to go in this direction. So it was out of sheer desperation. Like I'd love to front you and be like, no, I'm just like, so type A, (laughs) like I'm not. I I just, the alternative was so much worse. Right. And and I I also think because I didn't really have a strong family um, I needed external validation. Mm. So I, I had always looked to teachers or bosses to give me my worth. So I was really good at school. I was really good in
0: my career because that's where I was looking for validation. That's so interesting. Did you, do you think that like, cause you said it took you obviously like five years and then you had 600 pages on google docs throughout that like as you were learning and like self-teaching I mean obviously you you had your therapist did you start like building like support because like did you Mm. do that for five years by yourself well
1: I now it's like nothing is ever by yourself you Mm. know like I, I definitely have a therapist had a therapist then um, I, You know what I used a lot were the books of people I admired, like mm. Nora Ephron, Cheryl Strade, Steve Martin. Any grown-up that I thought was dope as fuck, like I would just margin note and take notes in the Google Doc. And I found a lady harem. That is like the women who could lift me up, give me that good energy, remind me of who I was, when I would fall into depressive episodes. Um, Cause I had, I had and have real mental health mm-hmm. um, issues. Although I want to find a better word than issues. States. Yes. I have real mental I like that. States. I like that. <laughs> Cause you know, they're not totally a problem. Right. Like my depression makes me a more empathetic person towards other people and, and what they go through. My anxiety has sometimes fueled me and gotten me out of unsafe situations. They're not totally horrible right. and, and, and with no positive um, yeah.
0: aspects.
1: Um, but I but I did I I'm always really clear that I ne- I didn't have like one mentor or like adult who like lifted me up because I think some people think well if I only had that person I'd I'd be better off and I'm like dude sometimes you just can't find that person trust me I was looking Mm -hmm. (laughs) if somebody would have been like I'll take you under my wing I would have been like hooray I'm saved
0: yeah a hundred percent it's like you also I think too it's like finding it out of that sheer desperation is like almost it's kind of like you said too like something good comes from anxiety and depression something good came from desperation because you were able to fix your life and like you have to hit rock bottom in order to do that
1: yes 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 I I now call it sacred rock bottom Mm. when when you get to that place where you're like fuck when you're in that dark whole of, you know, whatever the circumstances.
0: I call breakup. it the whole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like while you're down there, take a look around, like vibe, feel what the vibe is, feel the texture, feel where you are so that you know what it is and can kind of, um, know how to rise out of it and appreciate it. Every one of these rock bottoms, obviously in the moment, I'm not happy you know, I'm yeah. not like, wow, lucky me. <laughs> um, but I, but what I've been saying more recently is like, I don't think everything happens for a reason, but I do think everything happens for the awakening mm. if you are mindful. Like if that's you, fucking deep. Like if you are there, and you're like, I'm really gonna see what it's like down here it will open something up for you and and i'm glad that resonates with you because that's the first time i've ever said it i've i've really? been right i've been writing a lot and that phrase like that framework like i don't think it's i don't cuz i don't think everything is for the best mm. you know i was robbed 2 years ago and that wasn't for the best i want my shit back <laughs> like please give me all of my belongings like i would take like take them tomorrow And I like really went through that experience. I really mourned the loss of all my stuff. I took myself seriously. And now I know what it's like to go through unexpected loss. And I can empathize with people who go through natural disasters or uh, things beyond your control. Right. I, I understand a lot better and understand how to deal with. I would have never have had that experience had I not gone through that. So it's not all for the best, but it is all for the awakening.
0: Yeah, because it's like when you think of, like, everything happens for a reason, you think reason is associated with, like, positive, better, like, good, something great, right? And, like, awakening is like, yeah, like, I got my heart broken, or I, like, hurt myself, or whatever it is, and it's not like, oh, because – Everyone's like, it's because it's a blessing and you're going to meet the man of your dreams. And I'm like, stop saying that because yeah. it, I I can just feel like, like when I think of awakening, I'm like, no, I, I resonate with that because I don't feel the reason and like the better thing. Right. But I feel right. what I, I know I need to learn while I'm yes. in this state.
1: Yes. Like you. And even realizing what I need to learn is a big fucking deal. Because yeah. like even if you don't fully learn at that time, because how many breakups have I been in where I'm like, oh, I realize I should stop dating the same kind of asshole. Like this isn't working. That doesn't mean that the next time I'm on it and I like fix right. all my problems. Yeah. But I did awaken, which gives me like a chance of getting out of this pattern that I'm yeah. in. And, and I think if we can be like compassionate with ourselves and say like, that's a big deal. I'm awake. Yeah. I'm aware of what's happening. You're already like miles and miles ahead of the game. If you can just be awake to what is yeah. actually happening. And, and like you said, like what I need to learn
0: quick break to talk to you guys about stamps.com let's face it taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time when you could be buying lilies that's why i recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime anywhere right from your computer send letters ship packages and pay a lot less with discounted rates from usps ups and more stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money with Stamps.com, you get the service of the post office and UPS. All in one place. Plus, big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. I just don't understand why you wouldn't use Stamps.com. It's like literally no-brainer. I mean, like, you, they're they're literally bringing the service of the U.S. Postal Service and the UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller, shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24 7 for any letter any package any class of mail anywhere you want to send once your mail is ready Just schedule, a pickup or drop off. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get discounts of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters, okay? Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use Stamps.com, so stop wasting your time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with my promo code MOOD, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in mood. That's stamps.com promo code mood stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Back to the podcast. I mean, it's just so funny because I was even watching your Instagram and hearing you talk. Now you do this exact same thing that my therapist does where she goes, and oh dude literally like you said it on Instagram I was like that's so funny like that like it just like reminds me because she always goes yes you're feeling and me and her have like a great rapport you know what I mean I'm like listen bitch like let's talk about I'm like just tell me what you want me to say she's (laughs) like you're having anxiety and you can still be excited and it's like that little and that like everyone forgets and I'm constantly telling my listeners I mean they're probably gonna murder me at this point they're like Lauren we get it you can be anxious and excited you know what I mean because I always say it like that it's that same little thing
1: I mean you have caught me red-handed I (laughs) still like so in the book what I write is um two things can be true at the same time like, the sooner you can get on board with that, the yes. better you're your. I, I can make your life 10% better today. Yes. If you can just get on board with two things can be true at the same time. Like, that's the headline. Yeah. And and recently, I actually found a therapist who I'm obsessed with in a major, <laughs> major way. And she started doing and. she Yeah. Like, and – and she says it that way. And – And I'm like, mind blown, what if like, I want to put it in my language, like I want to internalize this to the point where it's just a part of how I see the Mm. world. And so I'm really specific when I do something like on IGTV, I want to get that out there so that somebody watching it, Mm -hmm. what I hope is when you watch my videos or you're on my newsletter or whatever, you can pick up some of these good habits that I like sweat over yeah you know like like I just want to be useful and Yeah. at the end of the day like I want to be a, like a useful resource um because I think so many of us want to heal like, yeah that's all we, want. We, we we want to heal and it seems so big and like such a big project but even little things like and mm-hmm. just by saying it you don't you feel good when you
0: say it yeah it's so it's so funny because it it really is and I think in your book too you talk a lot about like you know you needed to change your life but you did like little things over time and I think that's like it's so important because when you really like even when you're feeling awake and you're like trying to learn these things like you can't cram it's not like you can cram everything in for a test like it takes so much time and so when people like come to someone that has a book or a podcast they're like okay give me the exact formula and I'm gonna cram it all in and I'm gonna do it and it's like no like I just started figuring out this stuff two years into therapy right like I didn't just learn this like and I'm like secretly awake and not telling anyone about it you know what I mean
1: Well, it you know, what I write is it takes work, but mm. that's all. This stuff isn't magic. Right. Like, it's not beyond anybody's ability or grasp. It's work. And the best way I know how to do work is to just make it into small little pieces mm. and attack it that way. You know, if you had said to me, you need to launch David Spade's 1130 show, which I, I ran for the network, which is like a massive undertaking, like- big is like marketing and the whole network and David Spade a giant movie star like blah blah blah. blah. If you had said that to me at the top of it, I would have been like, fuck no. I can't like that's too big right. for me to wrap my head around. But instead I was like, we what is the very first step? We need to see what does the audience want? What are they looking for at 11:30? Okay, if we know what they're looking for at 11:30, who could possibly It's like you break everything down. The book, I never looked at as, once I decided to write it, I never was like, I need to write 90,000 words, which is Mm. technically what was in my contract. I thought, what is one essay? What is like one essay and I broke that down. I worked an hour every morning. It's like all these things, you break it down to the very smallest step you can possibly take so that you can feel pride when you accomplish that step, you know,
0: like, yeah, that has a certain momentum to it. Um, so like, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw this, uh, in, I, when I was doing my quick Google search to get in the zone before, even though I don't know, I'm just, you know, I, I pretend that I do small steps sometimes. And then I end up just <laughs> being like, let's chat. But you, <laughs> there was like this John Oliver quote that you, um, oh, referred oh. to when you were an intern yeah. and I yes. loved it.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. So I was, um, John Oliver was there, but it was John Stewart when he was at it. Okay. But by the way, it was cool to like be in an environment where like, um, John Oliver's just like getting a bagel casually in the morning, like hero (laughs) status. Um, yeah. So I started my whole career as an intern at the daily show with John Stewart and we had the, our intern lunch. Um, and you know it was funny cuz a lot of the other interns were like let me do a comedy bit like they were <laughs> they were like try, like a misguided attempt to like get discovered right. by like doing shit in front of the producers you know i was like let me just be the best at the worst like i'm going to fucking clean this coffee machine It's the only opportunity I see in front of me. Um, But I made that coffee machine my bitch. And like, (laughs) I could be relied upon to fix it at any hour. Um, But we had our intern lunch. And one of the interns was like, how do you get your first big break? Like, how do you get it? And what was yours? And John was just like, and by the way, I do not know him by the name John. So John (laughs) Stewart. Like, I don't, like, I don't even know if he'd be like, I know who that person is. Right. We're
0: not, we're not friends. Yeah. My guy, John, my my guy, John. and I. Yeah.
1: Like, just to be extremely clear about this, um, Mr. John Stewart said, um, there are no big breaks. There are just tiny little breaks. And your job is to work as hard and as best as you can. And that like went to my heart, you know, that it really, you're never looking for these like big tidal wave moments. Those don't really come. It's the very small things where you can start where you are, start exactly where you are, do the best at the very little things. And that over time leads to gigantic sea shifts. So for me, it was that coffee machine. I cleaned the fuck out of it. I bought a similar model so that, like, I could do it at home. Oh, shit. I was psychotic about it, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, at the end of the internship, the producers helped me get my first job at Comedy Central. Wow. My whole career sprung from taking that coffee machine really, really seriously. And I could apply it across the board to – I I always really try to do my best with every single opportunity. This conversation is a giant fucking opportunity to connect with you, to get to connect with your audience. Why wouldn't I take it seriously? You know, like, like why wouldn't I take every single thing, like the cool opportunity that it is?
0: And not to make this like a tangent, but I just think it's such a cool thing to notice too of like, I think it's the a the world we live in of social media and just media in general, but then be also like living in this industry that we do to have that mindset and be that like kind of self-aware, humble, like one thing at a time person is is very rare. And you don't get that transparency a lot, I think, too, because. You know, as much as it is always, it's this weird combination we have going on over here at Mood where it's like we're always trying to learn from successful women, but also like learn mindfulness at the same time. And it's such a cool way to practice mindfulness in the workspace, which I don't think I've ever really heard before, to be completely honest.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... It's being present with what is actually yeah. around you, and and living in it, and embodying it, and not just rushing, like yeah. not just. There's something deeply pleasurable in doing the hard work and being present for it. Mm. And you know, one of the things, um, you know, like young people will ask me for advice, and they're like well, you know, I really want a work-life balance. So like, how am I going to have that? I'm like, bitch, you are 23. There is no work-life balance. You're just hustling. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What to tell, like, I don't know what to tell you, but within that, I actually think like exactly what you're saying is there is a way to do it that is less exhausting. And mm-hmm. that is by being present <laughs> and yeah. not, and not trying to get to the finish line, you know, um, one way I talk to people about um, raises and promotions, mm-hmm. because I was able to really advocate for myself and, and move up rather quickly um, in, in my position. But one, the way I did it, like the number one thing I say is I figured out how I would add value I was, I wasn't looking for them to like, give me that title. Like I deserve this title. It never came from what I deserved. It came from, can I show you how I will add to this big picture? Mm. And I would even use that language in negotiations. Like, here's what I'm adding to the team. Here's what I'm adding with ideas, you know, and through my actions, I always asked, what am I adding to Mm -hmm. this circumstance? It is a way more mindful place to come from. It is less off-putting to yeah. other people, you yeah. know, like, because even if you think you deserve something, basically nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody wants, you know what I mean? Like, it. whether or not you think it, the message just can't get through that way. Like, yeah. I deserve X. But if, if you're like, this is what I am adding, this is how I am good for this company, this, you know, that's a very different context and, and one that people are way more receptive to.
0: Yeah. It's like, you're still speaking in first person, but you're also, you know, making it about the other person yeah. as, at yes. the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: You're you're bringing them in. You're making it about yes. the, about the company. Here's yeah. how I'm part of this. And I, I think we all want to feel like we belong, yeah. right? We And we all want to feel like we're a part of it. So I always try to make Whoever it is that I'm talking to, or whatever, I wanna connect authentically. Like, I want it to be real. I wanna help them. I wanna add value. And then we can do something dope together. Yeah. But so I think it's like this thing of, you know, you wanna succeed, but it, one way to help yourself succeed is to think about how other people are a part of this. Mm. Like, how are you gonna help them? It's like it's a it's a mind shift thing, but i totally. found it to be really helpful. But
0: it's almost it's like it just reminds me of your book too. Of like, okay, you have all that you like, you have all this material. You are a great writer, but also you are adding value to other people's lives, and you are bringing your readers in because you are giving them these useful pieces. I mean, when you go from six hundred pages of a doc that you started by yourself, which is just in fucking sane to begin with, it's like, I mean, how do you uh, like? It's just how do you even break that down into a book? But it's like you said, it's like how can I add value and taking it one step at a time? But I do, I do really have to ask since I haven't read the book yet and I'm a fucking horrible person. Um, <laughs> no. But I'm, I'm, it's, it's funny. You are in my like to read section. I even took the um, thing off so that I could use it as a bookmark. But oh, great. I want to know why it says by the fucking lilies on the front because that totally called like, the cover. I mean, I no, I'm so, not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but call me a millennial. I was like, that's hot. I was like, <laughs> I need that.
1: Please judge this book by its cover because it's, it's hot. I think that the words are just as good as the cover and the cover is fucking dope. The artist who made it, Jess Phoenix, I am obsessed. Her IG, everybody's got to follow her because it's like just a pop of like beauty um, and fierceness. Um, But what it comes from is while I was on this reparenting five years, um, I am in love, straight up in love with Trader Joe's. (laughs) It's my favorite of stores. Um, Oh my God. It is my everything. And I would go there to like get my like budget. Um, they were like microwavable, but like um, good macros dinner. Mm. And although I didn't know about macros at the time. Now I just am like, no, I can still buy these. They check out. Um, <laughs> But I would go and I would see these lilies in their weird bucket of dirty water. Yes. And I would be like, oh my God, lilies are fucking dope. They're elegant. They burst with perfume. They're the the flowers they have at Mr. Chow's. Like, Like, I need those. But then I'd be like, ah, oh, they're $7. Like, they're just going to die. Like, I don't know. That's too much. And if I start buying lilies now, then like what financial ruin will this lead to in the future? <laughs> Why am I so indulgent? And so I'd like grab the lilies, have these thoughts, throw the lilies back in their weird water, then go back to the cash register, then like panic, be like, no, I need them. Grab them. Maybe most of the times just ditch them between like the kale and potato <laughs> chips. Um and after like years i'm i wish i was kidding but after years of having this like mental fight with myself about <laughs> these fucking 7 dollar lilies i was just one day like fuck this genuinely i am worth the lilies i am worth 7 dollars why else am i working so hard if i can't like enjoy yes this, this small indulgence and I think, you know, self-care for me, what is authentic self-care? It is nurturing yourself in the ways you actually need to be nurtured. Mm. So so often like we think like that big vacation to Tulum is going uh, to make me happy. That relationship is going to make me happy. That handbag is going to make me happy. They don't. Like we all know that on some level, but yeah. they, really, they really, really don't. What does, though, bring me a great deal of happiness is taking care of myself in small ways that shows myself that I'm worthy. So that is buying the lilies. That is um, when it wasn't COVID, like getting like a massage with my manicure and pedicure, like even that 10 minutes, like really made a big difference that's buying the raspberries at the farmers market even though i'm like why are raspberries always weirdly moldy and like so
0: expensive what is up with raspberries like someone needs to figure it out asap <laughs> cuz i want to buy the fucking raspberries yes, and the fucking lilies and like yes. someone's got to get the mold under control right
1: somebody if there's a listener looking for a <laughs> void in the marketplace for their app make it around yes. raspberry mold cuz it is 100% a problem- and nobody's talking a about a very
0: it. untouched market a very, yes. very untouched like yes. let's go people are all, yes. this is what you came to the podcast for <laughs> my gals like come on
1: yeah but so that's like that's buy yourself the fucking lilies and for everybody it's like is it a matcha latte mm. like what I hate is when people are like millennials would have money if they didn't buy lattes it's like no millennials would have money if the whole system wasn't fucked and they hadn't <laughs> been in like the worst recession now, like potentially a depression, right. like, uh, like, no, That's, yeah. like, this is not the problem. So I think it's like learning how to take care of yourself in a healthy way that isn't about flaunting money. That isn't mm. about, you know, those big extreme moments. And learning how to take pleasure and delight in the details of your life. Right. You know, like even the wedding, the big party, those things, yeah, they're fun in the moment. I'll tell you what's really fun is that my sock drawer is beautifully organized. And every time I pick out socks, I'm like, oh, yes, honey.
0: You really are a queen. You've got socks that match. I'm going to fucking die. Like literally going from the wedding to the sock drawer is just like everything I needed to hear today. Like honestly, it's crazy because I always think it's like, you know, obviously like I remember – like years ago, I knew that like if you're just rushing to the finish line, you're gonna get there and it's gonna be over lickety split and you had all you didn't it doesn't matter once you get there because you didn't enjoy anything getting you there. Enjoy so you, it. you end up presenting it anyway. And so I think that's you know, like it's like what you're saying, like people confuse self care with like like sometimes it people are like, Well, self care is more than those little materialistic yeah. things. And I'm like, Yes yeah. And, oh, exactly. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm I like, tried. yes. But like, they, it brings me joy, right? Yes. Like, ha- like having that made bed, like having that clean yes. environment. Making, making your bed is
1: like, I can make your life better today. Right? You can make your bed. Yes. It's, I mean, why? Because this is all about self-respect. Mm. How much do you respect yourself? Wow. Let me tell you, if you're not making your bed, I do not think you respect yourself. Because if you're anything like me, then you are a sweaty sleeper, and everything <laughs> becomes like this weird, like puddle ball. Yeah, it is not nice Mm-mm. to just like constantly be rolling in and out <laughs> of the puddle ball. Like, would you treat a guest that way? Right. This is this is a big question I ask. Would I do? Would I treat a guest that way? What would I give a guest if I give a guest that? Then I better give it to myself. Yeah. Um, because I respect myself and and I think we really have to make it into rituals. Mm-hmm. For me the whole book it was really important for me to make these into rituals so that they became habits. Right. So it's just a part of my life now. Like none of this is hard anymore for me because this is just how I live. Yeah. And 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 like the radical thought here is that you can enjoy all aspects of your life. Like I enjoy my smoothie. I made a smoothie today where every bite I was like, yes, this is delicious. (laughs) You know, like that gave me just as much joy. I'm not kidding as a trip to Paris. right? Like on the daily basis, I enjoy my life. And the context is a global pandemic. Mm. (laughs)
0: Like, you know, and
1: I'm still like to use and, I am completely aware of the miserable context we're living in. And I am enjoying the details of my life because this is all I get.
0: Yeah. Right? Like
1: this is it. So if I'm not enjoying it, that means I'm not grateful for it. And that I refuse. It's Enjoying things is a way to show gratitude for the life that we're gifted because
0: this is a gift. I mean – there is no fucking wonder that you wrote a book. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just love the language and the articulation that you use to describe, like, these, you know, simple to radical thoughts that we all have, but just in a more eye opening and, like, awakened, dare yeah. I say, way. And I, I'm absolutely love it. I'm absolutely obsessed. And obviously, oh, I you. could, keep you here talking for hours because we're just on the same wavelength but i won't do that i'm not going to steal all of your knowledge from my listeners (laughs) where can they go read by yourself the fucking lilies
1: um you can get it anywhere books are sold amazon barnes and noble and if you join my newsletter which is on my website tarashuster.com I write um, a little essay every week, like a little thought Ooh, that expands that. upon the book or and I hope it's just useful. Like I hope it's just the conversation that, that me and my readers are having.
0: Well, make more IGTV videos because yeah, if, that's well, what I love. You,
1: yeah, I love your Instagram. So if you are into these IGTVs, I'll keep making
0: them. I I feel like the mask really just like just like anointed me, was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I watched it and I was just like, "Oh my god, I love this!" And you had the like on-screen captioning. I was like, "Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes." I was like, "Yes," because yes. because sometimes I'm lazy. Me. I don't feel like turning on the volume. Like this yes. isn't TikTok; it's Instagram. Sometimes I'm yes. trying to pretend like I'm calm, so I. Yes absolutely loved it and i need i need more T money content to be completely honest
1: you are inspiring (laughs) me that you just gave me a a bolt of energy so i really oh well you you.
0: You gave me a huge bolt of energy i mean i went from being in a very bad mood for (laughs) quite a few days and this was the exact mood booster that i needed which is all language i use on this podcast so my listeners know what i'm talking about so it's serious guys but thank (laughs) you so much for coming on mood everyone make sure to go buy tara's book and Go follow her on Instagram for even more Instagram content that I'm going to force her to make. Don't worry. But (laughs) she is doing her newsletter. So make sure to go check that out. And thank you so much, Tara, for joining us on Mood.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.